Josh is going to be very tough to beat. You always have to go with a guy who's considered the best in the world by far. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be. Josh Cohen and the home team. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Party like a rock star and live the life of a legend and celebrate the fact that every day above ground is a good day. Some are just better than others. Yesterday in downtown West Palm Beach, it was like 2019. There was zero pandemic. Everybody was out in the streets. Everybody was packed in the bars. Not a mask to be seen. It just like shoulder to shoulder. It was. was packed. Breathing to breathing. Yeah, My it, God. Yeah, it was packed down there. Uh, it is the day after the St. Patrick's Day phenomenon, and that means people sound like I do, which is like Tara Reid, circa 2003, <laughs> when she would be on E-Television, all screamy in a club somewhere. Oh, yeah, I lost my voice talking in loud restaurants and in, in bars and pubs last night. So you can hear it's a little, it's a little gravelly, it's little, a little, little raspy, little more raspy. so than usual. Yeah. yeah. Dean Thomas is with us once again today from Fight Camp in St. Louis, where he's preparing for next weekend. Not one, not two, not three, but four fighters. Three of which can he knows the last name of. Right. Right. David something <laughs> or other. David something. Yeah, I told him to start calling the show. And then maybe y'all can ask him what his last name is. Because you're ashamed to ask your own fighter yeah, what his want, last name yeah, is. Yeah, I don't want to know. So you'll call the show and then so they can get your last name. I don't blame it. Dino, did you celebrate at all uh, St. Patrick's Day? Did you Did you get out? Did you eat anything? We know you don't drink at all anymore. <clears throat> no, nah, man, I didn't get to celebrate at all, man. Like, things up here are different than down there. Like, it's not as open up here as sure. it is down there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, in uh, Missouri, it is still a pandemic. Mm-hmm. But in Florida, it nope. is not. Long gone. No. Florida, Distant past. Florida right now is on spring break. And I don't mean college kids. I mean everyone right. is just living and functioning like they're on spring break. But we're not here to give a commentary on how no, you no, live No, no, no. We're just saying how it is. Yeah, life's got to resume. You know, a majority of the people that you talk to, like, yeah, I got it. I just had it. I got antibodies. And I'm like, well, I got it twice, so just be careful. Right. My antibodies are recent. I had the one in late July, or excuse me, in late January. So I'm okay for a little bit right now. These okay. things don't last forever. Correct. For a, for a little while. Uh, Kenny, did you get a chance last night to crack open anything? No, nope, did not. I, I had my normal red wine like I drink every evening, and that was it. Look at you, Italian grandpa, Giuseppe. Yeah, I, I, I drink Pinot Noir every single evening. Look it's at you. My... He's a regular Geppetto. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing you know, Dean, he's going to wish for a little wooden puppet toy to become a le- real boy. <laughs> <laughs> he, he can have a son, Ken. How would you like that? A wooden son. Yeah. yeah. A wooden son. Yeah. Dean and I are going to do a podcast together, and episode one is called... Geppetto weirdo question mark question mark <laughs> Pinocchio is far and away of some of the there are some disturbing plot lines no, that, was, that, one's creepiest. that one's the worst right, that one's creepiest you know the, the D- Disney early animation films all had a message yeah and they all had a moral to the story and they all dealt with loss or obstacles or sadness Pixar's really picked up on that 
Pixar's gone the route of, hey, let's make everybody cry. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Disney movies did, whether it be Dumbo or Bambi or Pinocchio. You know, there's always a little bit of scare. Right. There was always a little bit of a challenge obstacle. But Pinocchio was the one that really was the creepiest because there was an old man who used to fashion little wooden boys, and then he got to wish anything in the world. Right. And instead of a G6 filled with hookers and cocaine... <laughs> He said, uh, I wish uh, for the puppet to be a real boy. Uh, and there was a boop. And then uh, Jiminy Cricket, and they made it a real boy. He's like, what's going on now? What's going on now? You know what's huh? weird? These fairy tales, if you look at the origins of them, they are all disturbing, dark stories. Like the Little Mermaid, the original version of the Little Mermaid, Ariel, uh, the, the man she Ariel. Calls Ariel, the man Ariel she... Ariel is a nipple, you dummy. That's Ariola, dummy. Yeah, I know. I'm just messing. Uh, but the guy, <laughs> the guy she falls in love with ends up dumping her to marry a, an actual human being. And so, so uh, her sisters, Ariel's sisters why, say... Why are, you, uh, why are you racist against marrying out of species? Why are you? Why are you speciesist? I know that's crazy. Why are you speciesist in marriage? I don't know. You stay with your own kind. But anyways, her sisters say if you kill this man and get his blood on your feet, you can come back to being a mermaid. But she can't do it because she's so in love with him. So she decides to just. That's the die. original story. That's that, the original story. So she not dies the, because she wouldn't kill him. That's not the Disney movie. No, 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 no. Right. That's they adapted a different. Do you, do you version. read this to your daughters? Is that how you know this? Uh, no, I actually read things though. Oh, so on your own free time, you're like, hey, I'll read the basis of The Little Mermaid. Not for my kids, not for my you know, toddler daughters, but no, just for myself. Well, there's a podcast called Stuff You Should Know. I love it. It's, it is absolutely fantastic can I, entertainment. Can I promise you something? What? The name of the podcast should be Stuff Maybe You Should Know. Because right, I'm not sure that's crucial information. While I'm mowing the lawn, you know, doing things around the house, unlike you, you haven't touched a lawnmower in probably 30 years at this point. Uh, Hold things on, that I must it? do for my family, it's uh, 2021. Uh, 33 years, probably. 32, 33 <laughs> so years. So I actually love it. Yeah, you're close. Uh, That's man. good. You did yeah. good. You did yeah. good on that. Um, but that, I listen to these things so I can be more informed on gotcha. trivial nonsense. So, uh, Geppetto, Dean Thomas, weirdo or, or just a lonely old Italian man? No, no, no. Absolute weirdo. I mean, that's so creepy. And and a nose that grows when you lie. I mean, come on now. Yeah. Right. That's that, a bit weird. That's the one that really gets me. Well, the nose thing was a bit phallic. I mean, it was yes, a bit. It was a, a bit. bit. Right. It was a little bit phallic. But remember, it would turn into a tree branch, and then leaves would come off of it. Right. So that was kind of, you know, all right, he's made of wood, so they saved themselves on that. But the lying thing with the nose is to discourage children from being dishonest. Mm-hmm. The idea being, we can tell when you're lying, don't do it, bad things happen when you lie. Um, but he could have had any wish in the world. You know, he could have had any wish granted. And all he wanted was for this wooden puppet to become a real life boy to live with him. And then he could <laughs> pretend it was his son. Just a look. Dean? That's, man, I'm telling you, that's, that's creepy. Maybe he just wanted to be a father. Uh, well, I mean, then wish for a, uh, for, for a wife who's fertile. <laughs> yes, right? <laughs> when, when the cricket, when the cricket's like, oh, you can have whatever wish, or did he grant him the wish? Did Jiminy Cricket grant the wish? Or did he just say, like, when you wish? Was he just singing the song? <laughs> he was just there singing. Like, uh, what are you doing, Cricket? Because Geppetto could have been like, oh, I wish for a, a big, uh, uh, a healthy bosom, uh, uh, why, fertile wife to give me a son. Uh, he could have done that. Instead, he's like, make this sexy little puppet a boy. <laughs> <laughs> a real puppet right here. Make my sexy boy puppet a real boy. And when he lies, make his nose grow. <laughs> it's creepy. Oh, it's wrong. Disney. All right, we, we got to get into the real topics of the day, and they are not quite nearly no, as fun. No, 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 no. They are not quite nearly as joyous or comedic. And obviously, topic A today is the continuing story 
out of Houston, Texas, Deshaun Watson, quarterback of the Houston Texans. For those that don't remember or know as of yesterday, there was a civil suit filed against Deshaun Watson by a massage therapist who claimed that he intentionally uh, touched her inappropriately or made contact with his genitalia with her during a massage session. Subsequently, a second allegation then came in a civil suit, and now we have a third allegation by another woman, independent of, that is claiming sexual harassment, inappropriate sexual contact, or sexual assault even. We've got the factual information as it has been reported, meaning here's what they are saying, here's what they are saying without the commentary, and then we shall get into our thoughts and opinions thereof. So what is the very latest on the Deshaun Watson situation? Unfortunately, not with football, not with where he'll play, or if he'll play, not that, but about these allegations of sexual assault, abuse, harassment, or inappropriate sexual contact. So as you said, this is a third civil lawsuit that has been filed against Deshaun Watson. The attorney who filed it, Tony Busby, went to Instagram late last night and Mm -hmm. claims there are six total cases against Watson, though only three have turned into civil lawsuits. All right, so pause right there. Are we doing this now in the legal form when you are the, you know, when you are the attorney filing a claim, filing a civil suit, instead of speaking to the mainstream media, are we merely posting things on Instagram? Yeah, that's a little bit weird. And I is actually, that a sign of the times? I suppose, or it's just still wildly unprofessional. Well, what you can do is you can make a statement and not have to answer questions. Mm-hmm. Well, but you can also release that statement to the news networks, to the media that disseminate information. Now, there's no source you know, directly like your own. Because if you post it, those are your words, right? right? right. Before you hit send, Dean Thomas, you proofread mm-hmm. it, you make sure that's the message you want to convey, and then it can't be taken out of context, right? It can't be things taken and used. But with that said, is Instagram now the place where people share uh, important information like this? Apparently. It's kind of strange. I apparently. mean, it gets around fast. It, it does, and you have control over the message, Dean, but what I'm saying is um, it is somewhat interesting to me that mainstream media no longer is social media. Social media is. There's a reason yeah, why it's yeah. called social media. Right. And like I said 10 years ago, everybody like, oh, CNN, oh, TMZ. And I'm like, do you understand? You have a global television network in your pocket. Your smartphone is a global television network. You have the ability to take pictures, shoot video, that reveal things, that uncover things, that discover things. You post that. There was a man in Jalalabad or wherever they went and found Osama bin Laden, and he was tweeting. He had like 300 followers, and he was tweeting, something's going on. There's a lot of helicopters. There's some kind of activity going on. Like Basically, he w- he reported to the world that the raid on Osama bin Laden was underway. Yep. It was a dude with 300 followers, and suddenly he wound up with 50,000 followers later that night. Or the some next random day. guy. Right, but everyone has... Someone's going to get a really, really good video of, of a UFO situation. Somebody's going to get a really, really good video of a ghost situation. The paranormal, supernatural things people wonder about. Somebody's going to get this on their camera, and they are going to disseminate it, and they become that global television network that we speak of. Yep. And this is why when you're out in public, 
you got to think that someone's always recording you doing something. Oh, for sure. Uh, um, I was just about to say, when you're always out in public, make sure your phone is charged in case. In case you want to grab something and blackmail them. Yeah, if you yes. want to make a buck. Yeah. Right, Dean? And you can walk over the tail and be like, listen, uh, I know that you're a big-time TV actress, but I just saw you picking your nose. Yeah. And for, <laughs> yes. And, and That'll for, be $5,000. No, no, Dean wouldn't do that. Dean would be like, I for would. a basket of boneless wings and yeah. fries, I got yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah, cover this meal. <laughs> listen, I cover this meal. Listen, all I got is a large uh, raspberry iced tea with no ice and in a, a basket of twenty boneless wings and fries. So if you yep. want to cover this, I can make I can hit delete right now. <laughs> you can make that happen. Let's do a deal. Uh, so here are the details, the facts uh, as we know them from that side. The, these are what the, the allegations. This is the allegations right. not of facts. the third lawsuit. Th- this is the factual allegation. Right, right, right. right. Okay, so. Watson sent a direct message to the plaintiff over Instagram and scheduled a massage for December 28th of last year at an office building in Houston. After leaving the room, the massage therapist alleges she returned to find Watson lying on the massage table on his stomach with just a small towel covering his buttocks. She alleges that when Watson turned over midway through the massage, he, quote, got more aggressive, forcefully telling her to move her hand down to his pubic area, end quote, that from the civil lawsuit. Mm-hmm. The plaintiff alleges she felt, quote, intimidated and threatened, and, quote, she was afraid of what someone like Watson could do if she did not submit to his demands, end quote. She says in the lawsuit that Watson made it clear repeatedly that he could, quote, help or hurt her career, end quote. The lawsuit alleges that Watson forced the woman to perform oral sex on him and that she, quote, did not consent. But in the allegation here, forced him to, which indicates to us that she did. The did not consent means that she was forced to do this, unwillingly did not consent to in that act. But that is an act by which, without becoming too graphic, legally, obviously, um, it's difficult for someone to force themselves upon you to do that. Just from a medical standpoint, if you're going to be technical in this, it's very, very difficult for someone, unless, of course, they're scared, Mm -hmm. in which case... They are going along with, but not with consent. Okay, so that is the allegation of the latest Of individual. the latest, yes. This is the latest lawsuit, okay. the third. All right. So to recap, the two other instances, Kenny, you have the information as well. We talked about it yesterday. Well, I there was the one yesterday that came out initially. The initial one is a civil suit. Right. It's saying that, alleging that Deshaun Watson, during a massage therapy session uh, at this woman's home, mm-hmm. did... Uh, attempt to make contact or did make contact with his genitalia and her Her hands, her arms, right? right. Uh, Knowingly doing so with intent to do so. Yeah. Okay. The second allegation um, is another, is this another massage therapist? It's another massage therapist. Okay. Pretty similar to the first. What are the facts on that one, please? I don't have that in front of me. Hold on. I just had in detail the third one. Pull them up. It's fine. Pull them up. So we're talking about three separate allegations now, Dean Thomas. What immediately jumps out to you? What stands out to you about here where there was smoke? Now there's more smoke. Now there's more smoke. And as we know, when there's a lot of smoke, oftentimes there's fire. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and, and I hate to make this comparison, but I started thinking about, like, Bill Cosby. Like, when you first didn't believe it, but then, like, so many women started coming out, you started thinking, maybe there's something to it. So, like, that's the first thing that jumped out to me when I was like, nah, there's no way. And then, like, now, if it, like all these women are coming out, when there's smoke, there's fire. Maybe there's something to it. All right, so, Ken, on the story that I sent you earlier today, all of that should have been characterized in that story. Mm-hmm. I texted it to you. So I texted in the, the second case, yep. the masseuse flew from Atlanta to Houston okay. to provide a massage to Watson. 
Uh, this was because the first late instance, last year. First instance was like March 20 of last year. Yeah. So pandemic was underway yep. just by this you know, one. Uh, the second one was October of last year. Okay. So we're, establish- the one- we're establishing a timeline. So right. the second. So we're talking about March and then October. Mm-hmm. And now we're talking December. about December. So we're on number two now. We're going right. backwards, okay? Right. And so like the first case, the complaint alleges assault in a similar way to the inappropriate touching of the penis to someone's hand or arm. Can you read to me what ESPN.com wrote? Uh, sure. Yes. Uh, let me... They edited it. They they edited the, the story. It doesn't okay. have the detail, details of the second right. one. It's just, it's, we're doing this now in reverse order. Yesterday, we started with complaint one, and then we got word of complaint two. And now today, complaint three. So we're actually reverse engineering this to get you the most recent information at the top. And then we work backwards from there. All right. right. So I sent Ken the story earlier. Dean, I sent it to you earlier. So you'd have it on hand. You'd be familiar with the allegations and the response of not just Deshaun Watson, but his attorney, Rusty Hardin, whose name might sound familiar to you because he's represented many high profile uh, athletes and um, celebrities in trials similar including, I believe, uh, once upon a time, Roger Clements. Yes, Roger yes. Clements. Yeah, during right. the steroid allegations. Right, where the term right. misremembered came yep. into phrase, and people thought that was not a real word. Uh, misremembered is actually a real word. It's a real term. There we go. Here we go. Now I have the second lawsuit. Okay, go ahead. Right. go ahead. The second lawsuit alleges Watson booked a massage with a masseuse over Instagram, just like what we just read in the previous civil suit, and flew her to Houston from Atlanta. When she arrived at the hotel where the massage was scheduled to take place, the suit said Watson was nude on a massage table, refused to cover himself with a towel despite several requests, and it said he inappropriately touched the woman. Okay. Uh, want to get you're inappropriately touching yourself right now as we're on the air. Ken caresses his legs and thighs, which normally is okay with me. It does distract me. It's a well, soothing behavior for him, but during this conversation, it is making me a little bit uncomfortable. Well, then to don't look. It's fine. Right, but I can't help. No, but keep see, your eyes up here. You're directly keep your my, eyes up here, you pig. So you're talking about inappropriate touching while you are kind of in the workplace inappropriately on your thigh. Eyes up here. Understood. Um, so this woman was messaged on Instagram according to her allegations. Right. Do we know whether or not they'd met before? You know, do we know whether or not they'd ever had contact previously before? Not sure. Okay, so that's not part of the story. No. So we don't know that. We don't know if they'd ever met. We don't know if she came referred. We don't know if she's part of a company um, in which he'd worked previously. Because if you are, I mean, common sense, if you are just DMing a stranger on Instagram mm-hmm. who's a massage therapist and being like, hey, you might want to come work on me. Let me bring you to town. That's probably not a great look right. for the defense yeah. in this. Again, all of these um, suits are civil suits. Right, right. So once again, to explain to the masses, for those that don't know, there are two types. There's criminal cases and there's civil cases. Criminal cases are much more serious, much more severe. They deal with punishment of the law. They deal with prison time. They deal with execution, capital punishment. Civil trials involve with monetary damages and such. And the burden of proof is significantly different between the two. Remember, O.J. Simpson was found not guilty. He was acquitted in his criminal trial in 1995, but he was found guilty, was convicted in the civil trial Mm -hmm. the following year. The burden of proof. This is what you need to prove your case, to get that guilty. Remember, you don't have to prove your innocence, Dean Thomas. Right. You don't have to prove your non-guilt. All of the burden is on the prosecu- the prosecution to prove your guilt. People have to remember that. 
This is not a fair football game, okay? So here's how I would liken it. This is not a 50-50 jump ball. This is not um, a level playing field. The justice system in America works that you are innocent until proven guilty. You have a presumption of innocence. So you can come running out of a house with blood all over your hands, and inside the house can be your wife who's laying on the floor dead with a knife in her chest. And you in that moment are presumed innocent. Right. You're also considered a person of interest yeah. or a suspect. Yeah. But it doesn't but you're not mean, guilty. Of course not. Because that man could easily say, I heard screaming, came from downstairs. A man was running out of the back of the house and there's blood on my wife. And as she turns around and there's a knife in her chest and I'm trying to pull the knife out. Yep. And that's where the blood comes yep. from. So the presumption in America is innocence. All we can believe today is that Deshaun Watson is innocent of these allegations. And here's why. A, we have no reason otherwise. And B, because that's what he is afforded by the law. Mm -hmm. The Constitution of these United States of America, this banana republic that we are currently, this is what it is. You are afforded. The presumption is innocent. So let me put it in football terms. You watch an NFL game, Dean Thomas. Mm -hmm. You don't watch many, but occasionally you do, right? Right. And you know when someone challenges a call on the field, right. they're challenging whether or not it was a fumble, right? Okay, yeah. So the call on the field becomes then, if you will, the presumption of innocence. Mm-hmm. What the review has to do is prove beyond reasonable doubt the call should be changed, which is why it was the call is confirmed or the call is overturned. Right, right. right. Call stands used to be a third element. They eliminated that last season, right? The call... so. What we're talking about is, in the justice system right now, Deshaun Watson is completely innocent, Mm -hmm. and he is to be viewed as such by all parties because the presumption is his innocence. So he's got 0% right now. They've got to prove. In a civil trial, you need what is called a preponderance of the evidence. You need just over 51, 52% proof. So easier to get than in a criminal case. It's got to be 52% more likely then it is 48% likely, okay? And then in a criminal trial, that is beyond reasonable doubt. Most people know reasonable doubt from what album, Dean Thomas? Uh, Jay-Z. Correct. Reasonable doubt. Beyond reasonable doubt. Ding, 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 ding. Beyond reasonable doubt means that it is way, it's 97% likely. Yeah. It's 98% likely. You're talking about, you got to give really, 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 right, but you got to prove this. Right. Remember. All of the obligation is on the prosecution. None of it's on the defense. The defense don't got to do nothing. Right. If you know you did nothing and you got nothing to nothing, prove why how this was what you claim this was. So, Deshaun, we don't say this because he's an athlete. We don't say this because he's a celebrity. We don't say this because he seems to be a good guy. We say this because this is how it is. We don't say this because we want the outcome to be. Right. What I will say is this. In these instances... I always hope that the allegations are false. I always hope that the allegations are made up. And Ken, you know why that is? Because I've said it many times. Why? <laughs> Apparently you don't know why. Dean, you know why. Because there's a victim, and we don't want any victims. Correct. Oh, Ultimately, yeah. you'd rather be someone because of mental illness right. or some other yeah. to be a false accuser than there actually be. Now, we're going to get the argument of which is worse, mm-hmm. doing it or if someone accusing you, and then you really mm-hmm. did. We're going to get into that argument. That's a different conversation for a different day. But we would always, Ken, 
prefer the allegations to be false. Right. Because it means there wasn't someone victimized. Exactly. Someone didn't have something done to them with intent. That's what you hope for. Right. But we know that that's rarely the case. Rarely. So people say, well, it doesn't seem like Deshaun Watson. It doesn't seem like Deshaun Watson. What does that mean, though? America thought they knew O.J. Simpson, but people closest to him knew, and the cops in L.A. knew, and his friends that used to be cops all knew, O.J. had a terrible history of being abusive, mentally, physically, emotionally, financially, to his ex-wife, Nicole Brown. He had a pattern of behavior. His baseline behaviors indicated lots of calls to 911, lots of visits to the house, lots of people that can tell you that he pulled her out of a bar placed by her hair, lots and lots to go upon. That doesn't mean that he was guilty of killing her and her friend that night. You could introduce that in trial to argue there's a pattern of behavior, and here's why he's capable of. And you can say, Deshaun Watson's never given us any reason to believe, and that may be the case. You can also think Deshaun Watson seems like a great, lovable guy, respectful. He was crying during the press conference. It changed his life. Thank you, Houston Texans. But we don't know what people are capable of, and we don't know how they are behind closed doors. And nobody knew that America's dad, you know how hard it is to be a black man in 1984 and be America's dad? Do you know how lovable you have to be? Do you know how transcendent you have to be? Do you know how you must be that charismatic, that magnetic, resonate with people? Because America's, you can be the funny kind of neighbor, America's most beloved black neighbor, but you can't be America's TV dad. No one had in market research a higher score in the 1984-85 era and on than Bill Cosby which is why he was selling Coca-Cola and Jell-O pudding pops right. and doing little roundtable conversations with little kids that were going to say funny things and doing educational commercial uh, cartoons. Uh, Fat Albert that always had a moral. There was always a lesson in the story. We don't know what people do behind closed doors or really what they're about, but what I do know is, man alive, if it's 1984, 1985, and you are America's most trusted, beloved celebrity and you're a black man, that is... Dean, what do you say? I got to work twice as hard to get half as far? That's right. Twice as hard to get half as much. The amazing thing about Cosby was, is that across the country, beloved, the ratings historic, and nobody saw him as a black man, a black guy. What they saw him as, America's dad, America's TV dad. Racist people didn't even recognize, didn't care. White people, black people, Asian, Hispanic, Latino, he was transcendent in that sense. Turned out, this man, Bill Cosby, as much as he would tell comedians, don't swear, don't use those words, as much as he would preach how people should behave and what they should do, he had a tendency of taking meetings with women who wanted career advice or mentorship or advancement, and he would drug them. Mm -hmm. He would drug them, slip them some, not, hey, smoke this with me. Not, hey, do you want to take this pill with me? Unknowingly to them, he would sneak them to intentionally force them unconscious. This borders lines on necrophilia because this is a different level of, most sex crimes are crimes of control. They're not about sexual desire. The deviant, most of the sexual assaults, we're talking about rape and we're talking about unconscious rape. Mm-hmm. The FBI and the clinical psychologists and the behavioral profilers 
and the psychiatrist's work and what they recognize is the certain traits and characteristics of that's an act of control. I'm imposing my will on you. And sometimes it's because mom moved away when you were a kid. And sometimes because mom rejected you. And sometimes other women had rejected you. And you don't, so now you're forcing your will on another. Uh, Dean, inside the cage in fighting, you've got fighters that say they do it because they want to impose their will against another human being. And the other human being is powerless to stop them. Yeah, I know. That's kind of a primal instinct, maybe, that that some fighters have. It's disturbing. Yeah, it's definitely disturbing. But, I mean, that's what gets them in the cage. Correct. It's disturbing. And you want to make, you don't want the judges to decide you're the winner. You don't even want to knock them out. You don't want the referee to stop you. You want to make them quit. You want to put them in a choke and make them tap out. Because then part of you says, yes, I did this to you. Remember the scene in Saving Private Ryan when the Nazi was winning the knife to the heart battle mm-hmm. against Aaron Gold? Mm, the actor's name is Aaron Aaron Goldman Gold Goldberg. Aaron, Goldberg Adam Goldberg Adam Goldberg Adam Goldberg. That's one of the most difficult scenes for me to watch in cinema. Yeah, you got a Nazi yeah. on top of a Jewish soldier, and he they're they're playing. You know, I'm pushing the knife away, and you're pushing it down. And in the tug of war, you see the Nazi's knife is slowly getting close to this man's chest. And the Nazi saying to him, shh, yeah. as, like, I can't watch that scene. It, because it's like, this is what these sex crimes against women are. This is when someone says, I'm doing this to you. Look at me right now. I'm taking your life. I'm taking this sex. You're po-. And there's something very disturbing about that. Bill Cosby, we loved him. We knew him. You don't know nothing about these people. Who would have believed in 1996 that Marv Albert, the guy with the really bad wig, doing basketball play-by-play, liked to put on women's lingerie, right. liked to have women in hotel rooms, that he would bite, bite them and yeah. have kind of deviant sexual behavior with enforceable acts, oftentimes, without their consent. You don't know who people are. Right. We don't know if these allegations are true. We have, and we're not here to decide that. No. But what we're here to do is to tell you, here's the facts, here's the allegations, here's the response, and then here's what we have to consider. It's the home team on ESPN 106.3. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. The Grand Champions Polo Club. Perfect weather for polo. How about the action continuing on and off the field at Grand Champions Polo Club? Last Sunday was the Great Futures Polo Day. Over $100,000 raised for the Boys and Girls Club, and in particular, the Neil S. Hirsch Family Boys and Girls Club in Wellington. That was great. This week, live action continues. Palm Beach Open is underway. Match play began yesterday, continues Saturday. You can watch all this action, remember, with the with the uh, drone camera view. That's so cool. It's fascinating. Go to gcpolo.com. That's in grandchampionspolo.com. Download the free Chucker TV app. You can watch there for free. You can also sign up for the GC Polo text line. They'll let you know when matches are being played, when you can come out, etc., when you can participate. And remember, shortly, details coming on how you can be a sponsor and partner of the luxury that is the Grand Champions Polo Club and the World Polo League. It is here. It is now. It's a whole new breed of game. The 2021 Grand Champions Polo Club season and World Polo League, GC Polo 
Palmbeachopen.com. On there next Sunday for the finals of the Palm Beach Open and the trophy presentation. Excellent. Now, I always get nervous, Dean Thomas, when uh, we have to give the best pony award and they do the blanket net because I don't know where to stand with the horse. If you stand behind it, it will kick you and kill you, right? right. Mm-hmm. So I try to maneuver myself, but then if I stand too close up front, I keep thinking it's going to bite me. Will the horse bite you? It. Will the horse bite you on your face? Yeah, man, horses they might bite you on the face. So it's like your face, they might bite. Well, my face. So I don't yeah. know where to stand with the horse. You just sit on the horse. I look at the horse, and because you're super close, and horses, you know, have big heads. Yeah, they got long heads, big old and they eyes. got big eyes. And horses have different personalities. Mm-hmm. People that work with, like Dean, you were at Kaiser University. You yeah. were in the stable. You were. Did you ride any of those horses or no? no I, I didn't get to ride them. Right. I'm going to ride them next time. Yeah, next time you will. Or more importantly, you know, we're going to get you out to Grand Champions Polo Club, and Chucker TV wants to do a shoot where you actually get a polo lesson. And you swing the mallet and, you know, play a little bit, hit a couple uh, balls. That's going to be good. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, don't be surprised if, if I become MVP of the league. Pro- probably. <laughs> uh, what does the V stand for? That's my problem. Yeah. <laughs> we got the M and uh-huh. we got the P. What's, What's the, v the V stand v? for? Yeah. You know what the V stand for. Uh, it's not valuable. No. Venereal? Mary Venereal. <laughs> nope, not uh, that either. Can you go with words? V? Um, v? Nope. Nothing. Yeah. I'm stumped. Uh, the horses all have different personalities. They do. And horses look at human beings, and they know, like, we have a partnership. Uh-huh. Horses are very smart. Horses are not dumb. Horses know we have a partnership. <laughs> they know we have a partnership. They, no, they do. Like, they know. Like, the horses are aware you, like, you can't play this game without us. Uh, right. Right? Right? Like, you can do it, but you guys got to run around. We hold a lot of the cards and, in this. And then that's just called, that's just called field hockey. <laughs> right. So, yeah. so, so we, got, we got cards in this. Some horses are divas. Some horses are very affable. Some horses are very cooperative. Some horses are more difficult. And I would see this in racehorses when I worked at Saratoga, where these are big time, you know, like strike the gold. You know, horses that ran and won the Kentucky Derby, the Belmont, the Preakness, maybe in the Traverse Stakes. And some of these horses look at you and they just kind of look around and they're going about their business. They're walking the paddock and they're walking the paddock and they're getting taken out to the track to get put inside so you can. And, and let them go. They're inside the gate. Um, some of these horses look down on you. Yeah. Some of these horses what? look at you. They look at you like Stephen A. Smith looks at you in public if you're going to go up to him and try to introduce yourself to him. Stephen A. will give you a look like you don't really need yeah. to come up and talk to yeah, me Yeah, right kind now. of dismissive. No, dismissive. Of, yeah. Some horses give you that look. Some horses, no. So sometimes there'll be a horse out there that won, you know, best pony. It was the most valuable horse of the tournament. Horse is fast. Horse is quick. Horses instinctive, knows how to play the because these horses know how to play the game. They're not just taking direction from the riders. Mm-hmm. They also were like, ooh, I'm gonna take this angle, because if I do that, it'll block up for my team. Like they know they, right. know, the they horses, understand it their role. They know how to play the game. Yeah. The horses understand the game. It's not just like, why is he pulling me this way? Right. Why is he pulling me that way? Why is he hitting this ball on the ground? No, they've been taught the game. The horses have learned it. They've learned this. So you get different, you know, horses. That sometimes they put the blanket on, I don't know where to stand, and the horse looks at me and he's like, what a, what a little bear. <laughs> you can tell the horse is thinking to me like, uh-huh. I'm like you little bear. Yeah. And then other times they look at you like, why are you here? Right. Like, like we don't need you here. Yeah, yeah, you like, can go. Like, you're standing over here, like, presenting the blanket for a photograph. Horses are funny. Yeah. Because you're right, they do have their own personality. Like dogs. Yeah. Horses are yeah. smarter than dogs. Except That's the only thing. dogs aren't that gigantic and that powerful. Right. I mean, horses, that muscle structure and just how 
how imposing they are. They make me uneasy. They're beautiful, but they Horses make me uneasy. Horses are calmer. They're more cerebral, and they're a lot smarter than dogs. Horses look down on dogs. Horses look at dogs like, oh, my little friend, mm-hmm. you're, bless your heart. Kick. Because yeah. dogs are dumb. Yeah, dogs, yes. Dogs, dogs are, are dumb. stupid. You can, you can teach your dog stuff, and dogs can show moments where they're smart and yeah. they know something's wrong. Even the wrong. smartest dogs are dumb, though. Even the smartest dogs are still dumb. Yeah. Smartest dog is a five-year-old. Child. Right, exactly. Literally, maybe like a, six. A border collie is the smartest dog, and they get no more advanced than a six-year-old. Correct, but horses look down on dogs like, you ain't nothing. <laughs> look at you. Like, come on, man. You're so stupid. You eat your own poo. You ever, seen, <laughs> you ever see horses eat poo? No. You know why? Because they're smarter than that. Exactly. Also, um, you ever seen when they put a monkey on the back of a dog and dress him up like a cowboy? <laughs> yep. That's fun. That's extremely fun. Yeah. There's That's never not funny. And in that oh, spot, man. the monkey's that's actually a... smarter than the dog also. Uh-huh. So the dog is like, damn it, I can't do nothing about this because he's actually smarter than I am. I am so That's dumb. the little rascals right there. Putting a monkey on the back of a dog when you dress him up like a cowboy. You see, but you <laughs> see, you see those videos like at uh, rodeos. Uh-huh. And when I say, you know, exotic... You know, very barbaric rodeos. I'm talking about the St. Lucie County Fair. <laughs> Dean, you know, you're a St. Lucie County guy. I know, boy. We, boy, we used to fight everybody from anybody from Martin County come through. They'll get a spider monkey and they'll put him in tiny little uh, newborn jeans and a, in a, in a, uh, in a, in a shirt, like a cowboy shirt and a tiny little cowboy hat. Yeah. And they'll have him riding on the back of a dog pretending that he's riding a bull. And people just laugh, and the monkey's kind of having fun. And the dog's miserable. And the dog's just like, why, 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 why did I let this? this happen to me again? Yeah. I'm so dumb. Yeah. Although I do enjoy pictures and stories when a chimpanzee and a dog become best friends. <laughs> and I don't mean like one is caregiving the other. I mean where they're just hanging out because they're just best friends. Yeah, they're just chilling. Like I had a picture on my phone for years of on a park bench. It was a chimpanzee with his arm around a bulldog. And they're ju- they're just boys. <laughs> I tell you what, though, there are some horror stories about chimps, though, like then eating animals or attacking well, chimps, people. Yeah, baby yeah, chimps are are sweet and fun. Yeah, the grown but teenage up, oh, chimps, boy. then you have to. Yeah, teenage chimps, you're not supposed to keep. Hey. First of all, you shouldn't be keeping any of them really as a no, pet. no, not at but, all. But but teenage chimpanzees and then older become very violent. Their genetic training tells them survival. Remember that woman? She was on Oprah. That mm-hmm. chimpanzee ripped her face off. Yeah, she Ooh. had to get her face tattooed. She had no on. face. Yeah, she didn't have eyes. Right. She didn't just have a nose. Completely ripped her face. She off. didn't have a mouth. Completely ripped. She was her face visiting off. her friend, her neighbor, and the chimp just tore her face so off. So they did skin transplant, but you couldn't tell where even the pieces mm-hmm. were supposed to be. No, it's just gruesome. Yeah, adult chimpanzees are terrible, and they also try to hurt each other. Yeah. They also try to hurt each other. So, like at the chimpanzee sanctuary, and there was one on the Treasure Coast, Space Coast. Because so, why not? It was well, chimpanzees that were from showbiz, mm-hmm. chimpanzees that were rescued from zoos, chimpanzees that used to be in the space program, mm-hmm. or that they used, they tested, you know, stuff on. Um, they built them all like a little, like a dog house that was on an island. <laughs> There's a moat because chimpanzees can't swim. Mm-hmm. So the way that you contain them and let them live their life is you give them on their own little. Island, plotted land with it's a like doghouse. Chimpcatraz. Yeah, it's like Chimpcatraz. But there's a moat, there's water. But then what you find is that chimpanzees fight with yeah. others because they're just like humans are. Humans fight with other humans for, like, in traffic. Somebody wants to get over and you won't let them get in. <laughs> or you want to get in and they won't let you get over. Yeah. We fight for women. We fight for money. We fight for job titles. We fight for fame. And the chimpanzees do it, too. Right. So it's territory, and there's this thing of dominance and being the alpha chimp and whatever. But these chimpanzees, Dean, I mean, they will, like, 
kind of hang around another chimpanzee, and uh-huh. then they will rush them and push them into the water, oh. knowing that that chimpanzee will drown. Man, that's savage right there. Boy. Yeah, that is ruthless stuff. <laughs> it's the animal kingdom. Chimps have no oh chill, man. It's survival. It yeah. Some of my least favorite uh, videos are animals being hurtful to other animals. Right. There was a video on Instagram last week of a, of a, a couple of New York pigeons pushing another New York pigeon onto the train tracks. What? Just as the no, train was stop. arriving. No way. And there's a, no. And there's, a brother, and there's a brother that's going, yo, yo, New York, yo, New York, yo, that's some savage, yo, only in New York the pigeons be pushing in front of trains. Oh, God. Yo, man, but can't pigeons fly, though? <laughs> yeah, but I think they were pinning his wings down. <laughs> There was that's, two. There was that, two pigeons. Sorry, man, that's like the funny, pigeon though. mafia. There were that's two. Kind of funny though. There were two pigeons, and you could hear bystanders being like, "Oh no, no!" Because <laughs> the tra- we couldn't see the train was about to be there, but they knew the train was about to be there, and so and the train was going straight through. The train wasn't stopping. I don't think the train was stopping there. You're I think right. that was a through train. Oh my god, you're right. I mean, Josh, I'm looking at so it's it right two now. pigeons, right? And the pigeons oh. knew. Is yeah. it two pigeons pushing one? Under the yeah, it's two pigeons pushing another pigeon. All right, so don't play it because there may be some cuss. Yeah, 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 yeah. There may be some language we can't My share that. God. By the way, the commercial's on right now for uh, Dean Thomas, <laughs> Ken Levicka, True Freedom Therapy. We're, we're in studio watching a commercial shot in studio. Wow. How really? surreal That's is that? That's a Matrix type. TrueFreedomTherapy.com. Yeah, I got, uh, uh, Dean, yesterday I got recognized by the uh, commercial. Someone Did walked really? up to me on the street and said, you're the guy from the commercial. I'm like, that is me. You're the guy with the uh, problem in your pants. <laughs> Uh, yeah, man, man. I, I haven't gotten recognized from the commercial yet, but I've, a lot of people have seen it. You're the guy with uh, Tesla rocket issues. Failure to launch. <laughs> I don't know. So the pigeons tried the pigeons bull rush. They pushed the other one onto the track. This is awful. Then they were waiting for the train to arrive. So pigeons are at, well, you know, pigeons are smart because they would deliver messages. Pigeons know where they're from and where uh-huh. they're supposed to go. Like they have better GPS than your phone. <laughs> yes. This is absolutely awful. We'll post the video if it's, am, if, it's uh, if the like language is They, like, escorted safe. it. They, like, escorted it to the tracks, and then just pushed him, and there's the train! No, they didn't escort yes, him. Yes, they did. They, like, they, like, Kenny. they said, come with us, Esco- and they pushed him. Escort is what you do with your grandmother at a wedding down the aisle. They were bum-rushing him onto oh, the train tracks. God. They were throwing him. Oh. That's like saying Suge Knight escorted Vanilla Ice over the balcony uh, to hang him over to sign over rights to Vanilla to Ice Ice Baby. That was awful. It's the home team with more pigeon talk. Holy no, God. we got to get to the rest of the Sean Watson situation. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and also Vanessa Bryant, widow of Kobe Bryant, she has taken to Instagram and posted the name of the sheriff's deputies that were on the scene of that horrific crash. The ones that took photos on their personal phones, that airdropped them, that text them to other people with no intent for them to be part of the investigation. She's named their names on Instagram. She's fed up. In this suit that she's filed. We will get further into that because some people think it's the right thing. Others say that's two wrongs. That doesn't necessarily make a right. That might actually hurt the issue of what you're trying to accomplish. I don't know. We'll discuss. Home Team, ESPN 106.3. Well, you can tell everybody. Yeah, you can tell everybody. This is Josh Cohen and the Home Team, broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1 800 747 free. 
That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. The madness that is the month of March and the sadness that is your broken bracket gets underway tomorrow. That's right, because we don't count the first four. The Sun Conference will come out tomorrow. (laughs) Uh, Twin Peaks is your home for the madness that is the month of April's and March's. Yep. $15 $15 buckets of Budweiser and Bud Light. Happy hour starts at 2 p.m., so that's good to watch all the games. You can also get 22-ounce man-sized Dirty Blondes or Naughty Brunettes for just $3.75. And there's a full selection of $4 apps such as Queso, Hot Queso and Chips. Nothing better, to be honest. Nationwide Go Big, Go Boneless Champion Contest to win free boneless wings for a year. Dean Thomas, they're speaking your language. That is my language, boy. Bonus wings? Yeah. Make your your picks for the tournament now at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. TwinPeaksRestaurant.com slash go big, go boneless. You can win boneless wings for a year. That's That's a lot of damn wings. It is. Um, During the tournament, honestly, like... Twin Peaks, if you're not going to be in Vegas in the sports book, yeah. Twin Peaks is where you want to be for tournament because all the games are on right. on all those big screens in 4K Ultra HD. You can get the sound of the one that you want. Obviously, the servers are very attractive. The food is fantastic. The ambiance of the place is awesome. It's the ultimate guy's love. Yeah. Eat, drink, scenic views, 29 degree beer, Twin Peaks. All right, gentlemen, we are short on this break here because, well, I'm uh, terrible at clock management, and, well, Ken's terrible at <laughs> clock management. Combined, not and, good. And Dean lives on island time. <laughs> right. So it doesn't matter to me. So it doesn't matter to him. He don't know <laughs> no. about clock management. The Deshaun Watson allegations are troubling, they are disturbing, and they could be damning. We are hoping they are not true, not because of football and not because of his potential and fame. We're hoping they're not true because it means there weren't women who felt victimized. Right. That weren't in some way victimized. But there is a problem here because there are now three accusers. They are all massage therapists. And the other aspect is there's apparently, in the one instance, a woman who was not local being flown in to work on him, which is not unusual. One of my dear friends is a physiotherapist who works on the world's greatest athletes, tennis players in particular, NBA players, uh, some music stars. And she's been, but that comes on referral. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Dean Thomas, if there's not a referral here, if there's not, ooh, she's great in this area, she's great for this specialty of this type massage, of this function here, and it's just a case if I saw someone on Instagram and yeah. so I wanted to fly her in, that could be damning if, in fact, there's not a referral, there's not a previous way in which these individuals had been connected. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, but there's so much to this story that I think that we don't know, right? So, like, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's dangerous to even really... But be. that is... But th- I'm telling you, in the instance of if you are the, uh, you know, defending attorney here, if you're defending your client in Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. and you're like, we have attorney-client privilege here. Did you know this? How did you know about her? What was the purpose of how did it's like I saw her on Instagram and she was massage therapist. I thought we can all try a new different way. That doesn't that doesn't play as well yeah, right, for as sure. it does in the instance of uh well she was referred by, you know, this physiotherapist. She was referred by yeah. this company that I work with for my medical rehabilitation. Yeah. Because then it crosses boundaries. Completely agree. A lot more to get into next on this and more home team ESPN one oh six three. Yeah.